The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. start my show hey and it's not my show it's it's all of our show ty chan and uh, also sarah tiana who's not here because she um i think is having a surgery if i'm not mistaken she's having a baby uh well i don't know she's i don't know about that but she's having some sort of major surgery on her eyebrows i believe is that correct oh I think that's right. Yeah. Look, I don't know for sure. Removal. Or she checked herself into another hospital. We don't know where Sarah goes. She just calls in and says, I'm not going to be there this week. Right. And we say, are you okay? And then she hangs up. So we, we guesstimate a lot. And these are our best guesses. If she comes back and doesn't have eyebrows, then you know she had them removed. Yes, exactly. And by the way, the voice you guys are hearing right now <clears throat> is the voice of none other than legendary uh, Steel Panther drummer sticks it in you. Hi, and sticks. Thanks for being with us. I can't believe you guys invited me to your mom's apartment. It's amazing here, <laughs> isn't it? She still got the drapes from '63. <laughs> I mean, I tease her about those yeah. all the time, but it does. It's kind of kitschy. It looks good. It's fantastic Thanks, in here. Man. Thank you for Thanks. having me. I'm glad you're here. It's nice to be here. Um, Chandler is here um, and sober, which is fantastic. Yeah, for now. She is. She does have a bottle of Jack in her hand, but she hasn't cracked the seal. So thank you for being a professional today. Um, and and the pleasure of having Sticks on the show is truly phenomenal. I, as you know, uh, am a huge Steel Panther fan. Have been for, for many, many years. How long have we known each other now? Uh, five years now. Is it only five? It feels like 25. If it does. It really does. Because the... It's... It's Cause taxing. Because of, of the things that we've, t- we've it's done taxing, together. Yes. It is. It takes a lot. It's taxing. It's like, it hey, feels you, guys, you know Rob Riggle? And I'm like, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I people know. say that. I get that, too. People are like, are like, have you ever heard of Steel Panther? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I've heard of them. I feel you, dude. And I go, why? And then they're always like, oh, my God. And then they go off on this huge tirade. Yeah. And I'm always like, yep, yeah. yeah. It's not my baby, yep. though. Yeah, exactly. They always try to put that on me. And I'm like, no, I had a vasectomy. There's no way it's mine. So you uh, are the drummer of the greatest heavy metal band on earth right now, currently. True. And uh, uh, Lower the Bar was the most recent album. Most recent. Yeah, it's about two years old now. Right, but you, you're working on some, always working on some new material. Always writing, always working on st- new stuff, and as a matter of fact, we are actively recording a new record right now. What? And, yeah. Exclusive on Riggles Picks, we, everybody. And I'll tell you. Trademark Rob Riggle, your whole album. Go ahead. I'll tell you, we have, we have a title, <laughs> but I can't tell you. Oh, teaser. Super teaser. Super teaser. But it's, it's such a good title. <laughs> It's like, I can't believe, I can't believe it's not taken. Oh. No. 
But you know what I do love? You do name your albums very well. And your album art is always fantastic. Thank you. Uh, it is pleasing. This next album uh, will be no different. It's it. Uh, I've never said this about a record, and I really mean this. This record, I'm the most excited to release this record out of all the records we've ever done. No. Not even not Balls even Out? Even more than Balls Out? More than any record, more than any collection of songs to me. Uh-huh. I am most excited to put this out because the riffs are super gnarly <laughs> and the lyrics, the, the topics that the songs are about, I just, I can't wait for people to hear it. I feel like there's, it's a perfect time for Steel Panther to release this, to release yes. the Kraken yeah. on the world. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Hey, my dog's here, everybody. Um, hi. There. Try not to hurt anybody, Tess. Don't step over those cables. All right. Um, so, by the way, your your uh, albums, um, Feel the Steel, uh, Balls Out, um, All You Can Eat, um, uh, Lower the Bar. I mean, the and, and can we tell us, for people that aren't familiar with Steel Panther, mm-hmm. uh, the heavy metal combination uh, that uh, with the musicianship, with the... Uh, um, with all kinds of with with and the, with the comedy too, it's it's truly one of the most unique music uh, combinations I've ever heard in my entire life. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, we speak the truth, Rob. You do, and we, it's so pleasing. Thank you. There's, for us, there's you know, there's a lot of uh, usually there's record company people and managers that will try to. You know, corral a band. Yes. You know, say, hey, you can't say this. You can say that. Yeah. And um, we like to hold our middle fingers up to that. I love that, too, because it does feel like no one is tending the clubhouse. No. I feel like you guys are in a treehouse writing music <laughs> to entertain each other. Yeah. And no one's allowed in. Yeah. Well, there's a couple people allowed in. <laughs> Uh, the guy who repairs um, the guitars, because uh-huh. otherwise, and the other guy that stocks the fridge. Uh huh. The fridge okay. guy and the <laughs> guitar guy. Those guys, they're the only two dudes allowed in besides the band. Of course, <sighs> that's pretty amazing when yeah. you think about it. Actually. You have to have a special pass. Um, so, uh, um, um, it's not going to suck itself. Seventeen girls in a row. Um, Gang bang at the old folks' home. These are classics. You forgot Glory Hole. Glory Hole. Well, Glory yeah. Hole. Yeah. Asian hooker. These are you know uh, when we were in Tokyo, we opened with that. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> we did Ozfest <laughs> in Tokyo. Opened with Asian hooker. Oh. It was awesome to see the faces <laughs> of the crowd because they're just they looked at us so blankly. Yeah, and then you could see smiles and also some concern. <laughs> it was a combination. And then in Japan, it's yeah. really weird because. Culturally, when you finish a song, they clap, they go yeah. clap, 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 and then their hands go down to their sides, and then they're silent and they're being polite. But as a as yeah, it's a weird fan, for a rock yeah for yeah, a rock show. You want chaos, and you yeah. just hear full yeah. order, and you're like, oh, wait, are we blowing it right now? <laughs> yeah, it's just a very disciplined crowd. But we haven't been invited back, so maybe we maybe we blew it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but you do uh, you do worldwide tours. Uh, I, I have seen. Video and and heard stories from you when mm-hmm. when we hang out uh, about your summer tours over in Europe when you play those festivals in Sweden and Norway and and Germany where you're playing for seventy thousand people it's it's like uh, 
when ACDC played at uh, not Rotterdam. It was um, Donington. Donington. We've played that. That festival has become a uh, download festival. Okay. It's at Donington yeah. Park. And so we've play, we played that uh, festival the first time in 2009. And we were in, it, it, it would be considered a tent, but it, it's a tent that holds 4,000 people. And the first time we played, it was a week after our first record came out. And it was rammed, and then it was like 15, 20 people deep all around the outside. And it was, I don't know why, I don't know how, but they got word that we were coming, and they had signs uh, of our song titles already. The album was only out a week. It was, it was mind-blowing. That's so cool. Somebody sent a memo yeah. to the UK, and, and it, since that day, we played that festival, I think, four times. Amazing. And now we've done the main stage twice. We did. We were... Three bands before Aerosmith. Oh my gosh! We were three bands before Metallica, and we played at that festival. I think it was eighty-five, ninety. I was about to say, people. there's like a hundred thousand people there, right? Yeah, and it's uh, to do that when the feeling. The only feeling I can compare it to is when I was nine years old. I was at Magic Mountain, <laughs> and I was in line for the Revolution. And the Revolution has a loop. Sure. And when you're nine years old and you're looking at a giant loop, there's part of you that goes. I, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I just gonna, I'm just going to get out of line and yeah. I'll wait. I'll wait at the bottom. I'll yeah. wait at the bottom. There was part of me as an adult <laughs> going, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and there's the other half of me Gotta do that it. felt like a caged tiger yeah. and there was a stake on the outside and yeah. I was just waiting for him to lift it up and going and mauling it. And we, we did that and it's awesome. It must be so powerful to rock an audience that size it's it's honestly uh from a performance standpoint yeah. it is it is the most uh it's the most insane feeling uh you, you can get choked up having that many people sing lyrics to a song that you were part of writing oh yeah it's crazy and here's the other thing is as a drummer yeah and i don't know if that you you would think about this if you if you weren't doing it but everything that everyone is hearing and moving to yeah. starts with whatever's inside you as a drummer because you're hitting the actual drums, and that's, uh, that's uh, the thing. Uh, so it starts uh, there, and it goes out from you. Yeah. So if you blow it, you're the dude who ruined it <laughs> for 100,000 people, and it's, uh, it's a lot. You just don't want to suck. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. But also, what a, what a rush. I think you're absolutely right. I, I remember... Uh, this past year, especially watching uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, mm -hmm. you know, and they, they, they showed when they were down in Rio how they had the whole audience singing along, which inspired them to write uh, We Are the Champions, right? Um, so they could have that audience interaction and that yeah. audience feel. And, and it, was so, it was so powerful when, you know, Freddie Mercury was talking about what it was like to have 7,000 people singing his song with him or whatever and how it moved him. So I can imagine what you're saying. That must have been powerful for you. It's, uh, you know, for all the, the things that we sing about and all the things that we are able to do and say, yeah, that emotion is crazily real. That's awesome. It is. Hey, George, what's your favorite uh, Steel Panther song? Is it... Uh, is it um you're beautiful when you don't talk. <laughs> I think it's I think it's he the burden of being wonderful. Burden of being wonderful is pretty good because George lives that every yeah. single day. <laughs> By the way, my children have just walked in. They're having dinner right now. Um, again, we're at Nana's apartment, and mm -hmm. she takes care of them uh, a lot of the time when I'm out 
getting my pump on. Yeah. You know. Well, you know what? You do what you do. I'm a gym rat. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what I get. People are like, you must live in the gym. Wait, you are? I get accused of it a lot. A what lot. Do you do? What's your uh, routine over there? Bench. Oh, just how much you benching? I bench a lot. Like how much? Plates. How many plates? Plates. Like the, the 45s or the 10s? 45ers. Okay. I stack them. Oh, do you? I stack them and then I jack them. Do you go like, they look like donuts on, yep. on the sides of the... Yeah. So I just go in, I do bench for about an hour. Okay. And then I get out of is there. Is that why, that's why your arms are tiny and your <laughs> chest is huge? I got this cartoon body. Right? That's cool. It's just massive chest. Yeah. Pencil thin legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know dudes like that. I know too. Oh my. I've seen guys like that that are ripped upper body, like yeah. bodybuilder upper body, and then they have the ridiculous legs. And they can't buy calves. No. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. going to have to go get implants if they want Totally. Them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's weird to me. Yeah. I'm not there yet. N- almost. Yeah. I mean, I'm just still saving money for the calf implants. Keep, keep adding to the chest. You'll be good. <laughs> That's I figure what I'll do is I'll just work the chest only mm-hmm. and then get the glute and the calf implants. Just, the, just get the one glute. <laughs> And really throw people off. Like, so when I, well, that, then I can stand on one leg at the bar when I'm putting the vibe out. Yes. You know, and if that one cheek is super round. Dude. Am I right? Yeah, just always face that direction. So that's all I'm saying. And when I'm on the dance floor, I just dance in a circle, but that one circle. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Never go the other Never way. Never go the other way. Never go to the left. Always go to the right. That's what I'm saying. Zoolander was not wrong. <laughs> uh, well, um, Darren uh, um, is a guy that lives across the street, and he's a big fan. He sounds amazing. He is, and he's got uh, a lot of questions that he wanted me to ask you. Um, mainly. Um, I was 15. Okay, and that was the first one. The second one, um, I think you already answered early 12 inches. 10. 10. So, so there, there you go. There's, uh, I'm going to answer the Darren, neighbor Darren. I hope you're listening. That peace was for you. Peace, Darren. That's <laughs> peace cool, out. man. That's tight. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, you uh, have studied the martial arts. I have. And you have used it on stage. Sometimes, you know, look. But mainly against your female <clears throat> fans, which is unusual. People think Me Too is just for the ladies. <laughs> right. It's not. It's not. It's not. Like, you don't, I don't think you guys get it. <laughs> See, when when you're rolling around town yep. in sweet, sweet cheetah spandex, <laughs> you get accosted. You get harassed. And here's the thing. Yep. At our shows, I feel like the ladies feel like, oh, yeah. he's going to want this. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah. you don't. You just want to keep the beat. Sometimes I'm trying to keep the beat. And, like, you feel like it's cool yeah. to... Twist my head back to the right and yeah. stick your tongue in my mouth. Yeah. Not good. Not always. Not always. Most of the time, cool. <laughs> Sometimes, no. Yeah. Just depends on my mood. Yeah. So, it, you know, I get I get the me too. Just thing. don't let them interfere with the music. That never changes. Yeah. No. I've been doing this so long that, you know, things have happened on stage during I, the song. I've been to so many of your shows um and of course you guys closed down House of Blues on Sunset. We were the last show. We were the last show, and it was a powerful show. Uh, a lot you. of fun. A lot of celebs in the house, too. Yeah, Miley you had, Cyrus. You had, a, you had a lot of folks come out for that, which was kind of fun. We had to Tommy see. Lee at one of our, I, I think he was at one of our last shows there, he, and we called him out, and he didn't come up. He ran out. Punk. He, he totally, <laughs> he totally just, he like turned around. He kind of like ducked. 
And he, he's super tall, so him ducking is still taller than everybody else. I'm like, see you, see you, Tommy. I'm like, come up and jam. <laughs> yeah. And in the past, he had come up and jam uh, when All he was right. with Pamela Anderson. She came up on stage. Yeah. Tommy Lee came up on stage. He played the drums. She was actually, it was a Christmas time show at the Key Club. She was in a short Santa dress. Oh, well, that helps. And I got to tell you, prior to seeing Go ahead. Prior to seeing that in real life, I didn't know why she was like a rock star. And those were the winning lottery numbers. Oh, amazing. Yes. Amazing. Uh, yeah, dude. I well, know. I hope I hope all our listeners caught that because it can change your life. Yeah, yeah, it really will. Millions and, and of dollars. You're the will only do that. person who knows how to do that. <laughs> you know, you remember Back to the Future? Yeah. I was just curious. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, remember how he had that book, that future book? Of course, sports book. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have one of those for the lottery numbers. Oh, God. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the best? Uh-huh. The lottery, I saw it recently. It was up to $750 million or something. Dude, I still don't play. Come on, seven fifty. Don't do it. I don't do it. Why not? Because it's you think it's the dark arts? Feeling like it's just a sucker bet, man. It is a sucker bet, but for the two days while they're waiting to draw the numbers, you can actually fantasize about what it'd be like to walk around with seven fifty in your pocket. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd rather party. I, I'm too busy like getting laid. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm too busy like focusing on doing a good job at that. Okay. Then worrying about you can't multitask. You can't. Not when, dude. Not when I'm laser beamed. <laughs> no. Dude. Is that what you call it? That's what I call it. Okay. What fine. do you call it? I just, um, I call it uh, uh, shoveling the dirt. Yeah, that seems really like <laughs> not focused. Huh? It feels like I think it's I feel messy. Like it's super focused. I yeah, feel I like... feel like laser beaming is more like precision doing it. You know what I mean? Hmm. I call it burning the trash. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how far that's going to get you, but it's cool. Carrying the rocks. Carrying the rocks. It's also, it's, it sounds so tiring when you say it like that. Carrying the rocks. Yep. Sledgehammer drill. Yeah. That's what I call it. Oh, that's better. Was I it? can get down with that. Yeah. Sledgehammer. The sledgehammer drill. Yeah. Uh, what else is Heaving the boulders. Shovel the sand. Yeah, that one, not so sexy. <laughs> push the sled up the hill. Push, <laughs> pushing the, I just call it fucking the asshole. <laughs> okay, well, you can do that too, I guess. That's, that's all right. It's more direct. It is. It's very to the point. Um, now, heavy metal is your life, uh, and, uh, you do a very good job at it. Uh, recent film has been released is it it's a documentary or is it a is it a ha, is, is it a biopic or i would is it call a, it a, a pseudo docu biopic I, that's a new genre that you've just created but well, i hope I, it stays i hope it gets its it own category like, in the academy awards it just rolls off the tongue it did it really pseudo docu biopic <laughs> so it was called uh it was called uh pumping the dirt or just the dirt the dirt uh, the dirt. I saw it, and it was. Uh, I was thinking of a different film. Um, <laughs> in the dirt. I've seen that series. It's killer. <laughs> I love that. One through four. Is, the dirt one through four is a waste of time. Wait to get to five through eight. <laughs> that's what I'm that's, talking about. That's what it matters. The backside's always better. Um, so the dirt. Uh, yes. The story of Motley Crue. Right. You have seen it. I saw it. I saw it the other Chandler night. Chandler saw it, and and Chandler has a strong opinion about. It. I haven't seen it yet. So what do you think, Chandler? 
Um, I think that within the first 15 minutes, there were so many things that were inaccurate that I was just completely pissed at the movie. So that ripped you from, it ripped you out of it before you even got started. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm conflicted because the director, Jeff Tremaine, okay. is a friend of ours. Oh, nice. And he's, he's a super good dude. Yeah. And he's very, very talented. And I thought he did a great job. I had a problem. I didn't have a problem. I don't have a fucking problem with the movie. There were parts of it that I thought were questionable. Like when Nikki Six in the movie does heroin and he gets handed a syringe literally on a silver platter by a fine ass bitch. Super naked. And I'm thinking to myself with this red and blue real romantic lights. I'm like, no one does smack and looks that cool. Like I felt like that was felt like it wasn't dirty enough. I felt like it wasn't dingy or it, grimy it, enough. It was super. It needs to be a bathroom floor, not a yeah, not a plush dude, with room. Fluorescent lights yeah. and not like killer perfect light. That was that was the thing for me. It, it felt super romantic. Like uh-huh. they were they were going for that. Do you think they were glorifying it? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I felt like I felt I was just like, you know, like when you do drugs, when you do when you when you are in that scene, yeah. it ain't pretty. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying, hey, they should have gone down to Skid Row and yeah. gotten into it. But I'm saying like if that part felt a little gnarly. Yeah. Like Didn't not feel like a real portrayal. That was that was rough for me. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm you know, I, I enjoy the band and I'm looking. They were my first concert. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Bark at the Moon, and uh, uh, Molly Cruz, Shout at the Devil. They were a legendary they for, band. They, they opened for Ozzy, and it was at the Kansas City Municipal Auditorium. It was the loudest thing I'd ever heard in my life. And Did your I was, dad drop you off? Yeah, my dad dropped me off. I was prepubescent, and I, everybody in the crowd had long hair and was scary. They yes. all looked like bikers, and they were mean and nasty, and I remember just being terrified the whole time. <laughs> I yeah. thought I was going to get my ass kicked the whole time. Because Did we you were, smell pot? Oh God, yeah! You sm- smelled awesome. it everywhere. You know, that's a rock and roll concert. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, what was it? Eighty? It was the early eighties. Yeah, Whew. good times. Super good times, good dude. Times. Yeah. I mean, well, and the only reason you go down to Kansas City Municipal Auditorium at the time was for heavy metal concerts or All Star Wrestling. Oh. And the All Star Wrestling they had in Kansas City, they had a good guy locker room and a bad guy locker room, and. When the good guys would come in, everybody would go nuts and cheer them. And then when the bad guy would come from the locker room to the ring, there was a, a little corridor they had made for him from the locker room to the ring with little stanchions, you know, those metal, like at a parade, mm-hmm. metal stanchions or whatever, or blockades. And we would stand on the other side of them as the bad guys would walk down. And no adults with us. It was the same thing. We dropped off and picked up. And we would sit there and scream cuss words at these Seven foot giants as they walked by, we go fuck you, and they had to take shit. it. Huh? And they just had to go. Hey, I'll get you, and we'd be like, "Suck it, old man." And we, I mean, it was, and we would laugh so hard we'd have tears coming down our because as kids you never got to do stuff like that. You had a license to we to had go a for license it. to cuss and be obnoxious. That's and, awesome. And get in these monster faces. You know, these guys were massive. They could touch like on the street. There's no way you'd <laughs> no ever do that. Way. Right. No way you'd be suicidal. But you were protected by the stanchion. Somehow that stanchion was going to say there's enough. <laughs> that was the thing. <laughs> like, oh, we got the stanchion. Yeah, we're Fuck good. You, yeah, giant, suck it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was Kansas City, Minnesota, all time. Very so yeah, time. so yeah. the ro- heroin hmm. was too too well lit. <laughs> <laughs> now you just were uh, uh, Weren't you just in Australia? 
No, that was back in the fall, wasn't it? I don't remember. I don't remember when we you were in Australia. You just did a February tour, though. We were in UK and Europe in February. That's right. That's and right. we were UK loves you. UK loves us. We we were in Ireland. We did uh, Belfast and Dublin. And when you have to know that when you're in Dublin, or is it Belfast? You have to know that when you're in certain places in Ireland, mm-hmm. when you're in Northern Ireland versus Ireland, yeah. you can't say... Ireland rules yeah. because Northern Ireland is separate. Yes. And we, you know, that's the cool thing about, you know, when, when you go on tour, you learn there's, and, and I know, I know this word because <clears throat> I'm in a heavy metal band, but there's a lot of geopolitical things going on that you don't know about until you get there and, and people go, hey, by the way, don't say, don't say this unless you want your ass handed to you. Yeah. It's like for real, people yeah. will fight your face. Yeah. Uh, if you say certain shit in certain parts of the world, it's 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 real. It is real. It is real. I, I get it. Israel. I, yeah. It, wait a minute. What? Huh? What'd you say? <laughs> no, it is real. Yeah, it's very real. It yeah, is. That's how you do it. Soup, soup's real. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, um, I worked uh, over in London with a, a producer on on this show for the BBC uh, that I did many years ago. Uh, Simon Welton, I think, is his name. Great guy, uh, total total stud, great producer. English guy named Simon? That's yeah. so weird. Isn't that weird? And he, uh, but he's a heavy metal fan through and through, and he, he loves you guys. Oh, cool. And uh, follows you guys. Every time you come into town, he goes and catches your show, and he just absolutely loves you. So uh, if he's listening right now, uh, Simon. Says hi. Yeah, Simon says hi. Get it? Simon Simon says, says Anybody? Anybody? Chandler's just staring at the Chandler's floor. Like Chandler just got embarrassed for, for our lameness. Staring at the floor. She got chills of embarrassment. <laughs> Simon says hi. <laughs> well, hi, Simon, and thank you for liking our band. Yeah, um, and uh, um, I played up our relationship probably a little too Did much. Did you say that we were better friends than we really are? Yeah, I kind of made some promises. So. What'd you say? I just, I mean, I said next time, you know, you're in London... Uh-huh. That you would be down to hang. What? And uh, he said, awesome. Would he be willing to maybe do something at my wedding? What? I said, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it sticks. He's my bro. If I ask him, it's done. So Yeah, I, I don't know. Any chance you would be willing to sing Alva Maria? No. Just think about it. No. He. It would mean a lot. I get that. Bro to bro. No, bro to bro. Bro to bro. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I want you to know that. Thank like, you. I hear you. Thank you. So I, I'll call him now. No. Maybe maybe I'll wait. Just text him. Just wait. So it's a, you've heard of Ava Maria. Yeah. Ava Maria. Yeah. You know, right? Yeah, well, I, don't, I know I the don't song title. I don't know that. That's the melody. Um, it's popular at weddings. <clears throat> right. And it would be so cool if you could come and just do a sing it and then do a drum solo. Yeah, no. But thanks. Okay, so you you now you're embarrassing me. <clears throat> no, I'm not. I'm just saying that I because I made some want, promises. I, I made a want, lot of promises. I don't feel like we're close enough. I made a lot of promises. I. Sounds like it. I made a lot of promises. I made a promise with the uh, Swedish Make a Wish Foundation as well. Okay. Um, what was I? I just need you to go over and spend some time with some people in Stockholm, uh, or maybe it's Uppsala. I forget. It's one of those. It's one of those towns. Is it? Um, 
How much time? I don't know, really, to be honest with you. A I weekend? need you to tell me, though. I mean, that would be, that would help inform my decision. <laughs> it's a weekend. I need you to spend a weekend in with this family Sw- in Sweden. Why? Just do it. God, <laughs> it's okay. it's like, what am I asking here, bro? Bro out. Uh, uh, help what, me out. Is that that's our level now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we just leveled up on bromanship, dude. I'm down. All right, I'll go. You know what? I Thanks, would man. go. I would go. Thank you. This is how. This is how much <laughs> I value our friendship. I would go. Yeah. Spend. Uh-huh. I'd spend. I'd spend two hours with a Swedish family <laughs> for the Make a Wish Foundation for you. That's all. I'd asking. do it. I'd fly all the way to Stockholm. To Stockholm. That's a massive flight from L.A. It's big. Yeah. I would go do that, and you know what? I would do the whole weekend. For you, wow, and ten thousand bucks. <laughs> I'd do it though. I'd do it. Thanks, bro. You you got it, bro. Thanks, bro. That's bro right there, Chan. You see that? Yeah, that's professional. That's professional. He just made that up. Damn. Trademark Rob Riggle, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Copyright Rob Riggle. Trademark Rob Riggle. Anyway, um, <laughs> thanks for that. Thank you. And uh, Chan, what else is going on in the world that uh, uh, Sticks and I can talk about? Um, in South Carolina, a man was charged with drunk driving. Was it, was it sticks? N- no. I wasn't in it, South Carolina wasn't recently. South Carolina. Oh, but I checked to make sure. Um, so he sprayed Axe body spray into his mouth when the deputies approached so that they wouldn't smell alcohol. But obviously they were like, if you're spraying that in your mouth, you're clearly intoxicated. And he was arrested. I think they rushed to judgment. Um, it he, sounds like it. He might have just been an idiot. Sometimes idiots do idiotic things. Um, I heard that if you uh, are driving under the influence and you have a hot breath mm-hmm. with the with the tonic on your breath, that if you take the change from your ashtray, all those pennies, all that nickel and metallic, and you put it in your mouth, apparently it kills the odor, and uh, and then you spit it out. Um, Who told you that? That's just word up and down to Super Slam. Super Slam, everybody, for you don't know, in the 1970s, there was a thing called a CB. Uh, and it's CB talk. Super Slam is oh, the highway. Oh, what's your 1020? 1020 means your location. Where? What's your 1020? 1036. Uh, 1036 is uh, driving, I think, with a boner. Yep. Yep. Um, Nailed but, it. But uh, Super Slam, uh, for those of you who don't know, is CB talk for the highway. So up and down the highway, mm-hmm. anyway, up and down to Super Slam, uh, the words on the street. I've never heard of that, but when I think of um, putting pennies in my mouth, mm-hmm. um, it reminds me sometimes, like when I was young and I would be with a girl mm-hmm. and I'd go down on a girl, and it was close to that time of the month. Mm-hmm. Kind of tastes like a bag of nickels sometimes. Of nickels. You know what I mean? You get that like iron flow. I, I don't know, but that's interesting. Well, right? I mean, I've heard. I actually, there was a uh, there was a group of people that used to put pennies in their ass, um, and then they would take them out and they'd put them back in circulation, and it was their way of establishing dominance. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. That's just one at a time. Well, I mean, as or many like as you a can, roll of them. As many as you can handle, I think. But <clears throat> how many do you think you could handle? How many pennies in my shoot? Yeah. God. Like realistically, how many do you think you could take stacked? I mean, if pressed, there's a gun to your head, yeah, and there's a hundred pennies stacked. Uh-huh. 
and I'm shooting you if you don't take them. Are you living or are you dying today? <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. For real? For real. That's all you got? Yeah. I'm not taking the... I'm not taking the... You're taking a hundred pennies. <laughs> no, nope, still dead. If you don't take the hundred... Don't take, if you, what if he tries and then he gets to like 89 and he starts crying? There's no... There's, there's a, a clear line in the sand hundred or death? hundred or you're dead. hundred or death. A hun- think I'm about a hundred pennies. I'm dead. That's about that. Right? Well, you know, remember those remember those penny rolls? There was actually uh, uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade um, uh, had a TV show when they first started. I remember it. Yes. It was really good. And they had a, a very funny sketch called Ass Pennies on it. And it, it was basically that where they the, the guy, Ian Roberts, I think, wrote the sketch. And he actually talked about sticking pennies up his ass. And he would stick pennies up his ass, but then he would take them out and he'd put them back in circulation. And people were like, what are you doing? He goes, it, it established a dominance. It was like, I, it was how he did it. And it was, you know, it was a funny sketch. Um, but uh, I think somebody should really do that. I think if you want to start a club. Ass club, pennies. Ass penny club. That's cool. Then I think, we got, I think we're the two, two first members. We're the founding fathers? Yes, we might be. I'm down with that. <laughs> Sticks and Rob. Sticks and Wriggle. Yeah. Wriggle Sticks. Wriggle Sticks. Wriggle Sticks. Ass pennies. Done and done. Now, I think trademark actually, sticks it, is, it, in you. it is actually copyrighted, copyrighted probably by UCB it. at this point. But, uh, Ass pennies? Not, trademark and copyright Wriggle. Um, so uh, uh, there's got to be a Florida man story. There's always a Florida man story. And w- what would you do if you get pulled over and you know you're pinched? You, know, you, you know you're drunk and you shouldn't it, be driving. And you I, get pulled over. Do you... Come to a stop and just take your medicine. Do you flee on foot? Because they're just going to get you with a canine unit. And they're going to tear your flesh dude, from your bones. I don't. You know what? If I, because now I Uber. You know, if I'm doing smart, this because smart, I, I can't afford to go to jail because I got to. I got to do too much rocking. Yeah. Um. But back in the day, yeah. Man, I, I may I may chuck my keys and just try to run for the border. <laughs> just, just go for it. And go down swinging, dude, and punch that dog in the face when it gets me. No, you see, that's you just got to take your medicine. There's no, you can't, you can't outrun dogs. You can't outrun radios. You can't. There's no beating the man. The man's gonna get you. You know, I, I wish that I could have been a criminal in the bank robbery, uh, like the like the stagecoach times. There was no fucking video cameras. There was no like passports. There was no IDs, digital facial recognition. It was you. And a bandana, and a horse, and a train, and a gun, and a bag of money, yeah. and that's the way it should be. Yeah. So you're saying you were born in the wrong century? A little bit, yeah, dude. Okay. Me and Billy the Kid should have been riding together. Snagging what would your money. outlaw name be? Would it still be Sticks? Stixie, Stixie. <laughs> It'd be Stixie. Stixie. Yeah. But the Italian part, Zidinia. Uh, it would. I would just take off Zidinia. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd just be Stixie. Stixie the kid. That's who I'd be. <laughs> kid Sticks. Kid Sticks. That's it. Done. Yeah. All right, copyright. Try to remark forever. Um, Sticks it in the copyrights. <laughs> That's tight. I like that. Kid Sticks, what would your outlaw name be? Mine? Yeah. Oh. Big Rig. Um, hot something. Hot, hot gas. That doesn't sound threatening at all. Hot bandit. Mm. Hot gas bandit. 
Yeah. That's I could, cool. I could do that. You're the gas bandit. That's fine with me. That's that sounds pretty good. Or um yeah, you know like Blackbeard or Black Bart or but uh, you're not but hot. you're white. No, but I don't think it was I don't think it was a, a racial thing. I think it was uh, more like a ooh, he's, he's Maybe that's just a sign of the times deadly. that my brain goes there. It is. It's unbelievable. My beard's not white. My beard's jet black. Everybody knows that. Yeah, it would be. It'd be pr- pretty gnarly if you were white, Rob. <laughs> That's, You're talking about the famous outlaw, white, Rob. white, Rob, <laughs> white, Rob. It sounds like a like a like a ghost, you know. Oh damn, Channy! I think she might have locked that down. Copyright, obviously, me, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously me Copyright obviously me that, That's where you actually need to Copyright your shit as obviously me Copyright obviously me That's just any idea I just take it I claim it That's yeah. how it works uh, Was there any Florida man stories? What did he do? What did this moron This buffoon do? Uh, an Indiana man Was an unlicensed gun owner and had a gun on his holster, and he felt it was falling down, so he went to adjust and shot himself in the penis. <laughs> For real. <laughs> oh, God. Well, he has been punished enough. If I was the judge, I'd say, sir, I think you've learned your lesson. Uh, no more guns for you. Um, and your penis thanks me. Case dismissed. What are you going to do to him? He's already did, punished. Did it go through the tip or the neck? <laughs> That's what we need to know. That's, That's what everybody cares about. Totally, because if it was just the tip, yeah, that's cool. But if it was through and through and through, if it was through the forearm, yeah, that ain't right. That's rough. That's rough stuff. It was entered just above his penis and exited his scrotum. It. Went oh, in base, right base of the shank, right on the base, and came out the sack. Not cool, man. That's not cool. really not cool. No. And how do you? I'm sorry. This was self inflicted wound because a holster on your hip. Yeah, if you you're adjusting that, you there's no. It's really hard to get it pointing at your privates and then squeeze the trigger. It's hard to to do that. Do they say what what caliber? It must have been twenty. It's 22. It must have been a small collar because if anything else would blow, it would have blown his whole thing, whole unit off. Can you imagine if it was a 44? There would be his whole, well, his whole lower part of his body would be gone <laughs> for the 44. A nine mil? Wow. Oh, wow. That's that's not a small collar. He must have a lot of surface area there. He's got giant balls. Apparently. If you yeah. could put a nine mil through it. That's pretty cool. Oh, Indiana man. Indiana man. Indiana man. Put him on the board for turd. Well, he's not a turd, though. He's just an idiot. Or what if this is what happened? He's 46. His lady friend comes in and says, I'm on the clock. We need to have a kid. And he goes, not today, and just shot himself. That's a, that's a hard vasectomy. That's a, that's a hard way to do it. It's a hard vasectomy. It I'm with seem, you. Yeah, it seems like you're making that up. Yeah. It could have. I mean, it could have been, I guess, technically, but I doubt it. I mean, in, in the world of all the possibilities, yeah. it's something that could be. Yeah, but it's like 99 on the list. Yeah, out of 100. Uh, out of 100. <laughs> What's the last thing? <laughs> What's 100? Yeah. Um, What's the reason 100 out of all of 100 reasons that you would shoot yourself? Through he was, 
Well, uh, or the, you'd ruin your sack is bungee jumping from a helicopter and pierce, impaling yourself on the space needle is 100. And then the gun goes off? No, no gun. Oh. We're just talking about uh, uh, visectomy. Oh, okay. Self-inflicted vasectomy. Oh, self-inflicted vasectomy. Yeah. Okay. So that what what Chan just described is ninety nine. What I just described was a hundred. I know what a hundred and one is. What? Sliding down the neck of the world's tallest giraffe and not realizing there's a hump <laughs> in the neck and it explodes your balls. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that is a hundred and one. That is a hundred. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, I have some fan questions for. Sticks over here. Oh, yes. Uh, the first question is, is it me or is the drummer from Poison so bad he makes the drummer from Def Leppard seem like an octopus? That's re- that's re- These are tough questions because you're really putting the man on the spot that's, here. That's, you don't have to answer anything that you, know, you don't want to, obviously. No, the drummer from Poison, Ricky Rocket, is not so bad that he makes Rick Allen seem like an octopus. First of all, Rick Allen's missing an arm. That's a silly question. <laughs> By the way, we were on tour with Def Leppard, and Rick Allen says to us in the hotel lobby in Manchester at the Malmaison Hotel, he says, what has nine arms and sucks? And we're like, what? He goes, Def Leppard. <laughs> he told us that joke, and I was like, you're the best dude ever <laughs> in the world. And I will say this about Def Leppard. Um, they should write the book on how to tour because they treat they treated us it was the same tour as Motley Crue in fact yeah yeah Def Leppard was headlining they were headlining Motley <laughs> Crue was opening for Def Leppard and we were opening for Def Leppard too <laughs> um, no but they they after the first day we met them they called us by our first names they didn't have to they didn't even have to fucking acknowledge us they did they were such Sweet guys, I think that they they and Judas Priest should both write the book on how to tour because both of those bands were the coolest bands that I've ever met. Class acts, top fucking notch. I love that. Yep. I love to hear that. Yep, they were they were awesome. What other, what other questions you got? Andrea wants to know when is the first single going to be released of the new album? Oh, Andrea, um, I don't want to say, but. I'd like to say in a few months, okay. hopefully. So maybe a summer release? Yeah, of a, of a single and a video. I mean, Ooh. we've shot we shot a video. So it's going to um, blow your genitals back I up into your body. I had the rare pleasure of directing and appearing in one of your videos. You did. Party Like Tomorrow's the End of the World. Party Like Tomorrow's the End of the World off of uh, the All You Can Eat album. That was amazing. Dude, my that dad was, was a, in that video. Yes. My dad was a cop in that video. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and that video we had to we had to do day shoots and night shoots. And we were shooting in in some McMansion down in the valley. They use that mansion for pornos. Do they really? Super porno mansion. Oh, for real. God. Yeah. <laughs> well, Did you get off the counter? No, no, yeah. Why? Oh, okay. They're juicy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we had to shoot day and night, and uh, and you guys kept bringing in. Well, first of all, the Satan actor we had didn't show up, so I had to play Satan. Dude, you were amazing in that. No, and then uh, so I'm playing Satan when I wasn't planning on it, and then um, uh, uh, the band. I love these guys. They kept going, "Hey, so so and so just showed up. Can you put him in the video?" And I'm like, 
Yeah, bring him over here. Let's go. Let's bring him over. Who else you got? They go, oh, so-and-so just showed up. I'm like, well, bring him over here. Let's put him in. We put the call out where all our friends were like, hey, we want to be in a video? And throughout the day, you know, we just get randomly hit up like, hey, uh, where do I go? We'd send an address. They'd show up. And you you were (laughs) – honestly, the end product, it made it seem like they were scheduled and you killed it. It It's a great video. Dude, it was so much fun to do. You guys won an award for that video. We did. We won Best Video for, I think, Metal Hammer? Metal Hammer uh, UK? Yeah. Best Video. It was great. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. This is good stuff. That's right. Oh, no. You know, we're we're pretty good friends. Yeah. Um, Hunky Paul wants to know if you guys had the opportunity to play with your favorite sports team, who would you choose to play with? But you would be the worst player. Would you do it? You mean in their sport? Yeah. Oh, okay. Worst player in the sport or on the team? On the, on the team. Yeah, of course I would do it. Um, I mean, because as it stands right now, if I went and played any professional sport, I would be the worst player on the professional team. Yes. Um, I agree. I would be in the same boat. You, let me. I, I'll guess for you, and you guess for me. Okay. Well, Kansas City Royals. Okay, good guess. Or the Chiefs. Yeah, I could go either way, but okay. you're right. You're in the right ballpark. Okay. <sighs> it's either it's one of three, maybe one of four. It's Real Madrid, Ooh. or it's Chelsea, or Man U, or LA Galaxy. <sighs> Well, you're in the right sport. You're not on the right team. Arsenal? Nope. Liverpool? Nope. Tottenham. Tottenham? Tottenham. <laughs> Tottenham. Tottenham? Yeah. Dude, it's it's handed down from my grandfather to my dad to me. Wow. I would have never guessed Tottenham. I'm a Spurs fan. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Do you follow him pretty closely? Not as closely as I probably should. Yeah, or, what are you? Are you... a Defense? Are you forward? Striker, forward. Striker, forward. Goals. Uh, that's You're all fun. about getting paid. Dude, that's the only thing I care about. Yeah, the only show thing that's fun is ripping shots. Yeah. Because I don't care about defense. Yeah, defense is for suckers. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. You girls, know what I'm girls don't go for defense. No, dude. The glory is in the for- is in the goals. <laughs> Come on. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, well, listen, uh, we wish Sarah Tiana the best. Good she- luck with your eyebrows. Uh, and I, well, that's a guess. She could be in the desert, um, stranded. We don't know. Yeah. Gary, he disappears for months at a time, and then he'll come back, um, sometimes with a beard, sometimes with no hair, sometimes um, as part of some new cult or religion. So we just wish all of our friends on the show the best, and we hope they make it back safe, uh, and we miss them. Uh, I want to thank uh, Sticks at Inya for from Steel Panther for being here, for taking time out to come hang with us. Uh, it was very cool to hear your stories, and I can't wait for the new album, man. I can't wait for you guys to hear it, and thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I had a great time. Listen and- how polite we are. See, we're gentlemen, Chan. Well, this is what gentlemen do. We talk about chicks, and then we are really super cool to each other. That makes sense. He didn't even know your sports team, and he's your best bro. Well, hold on. <laughs> She's exaggerating. Uh, of course I, I knew. I was getting to Tottenham. Tottenham. Right. Well, because all he kind of talks about is Kansas City. Kansas City. Oh, dude. You've been, been to Kansas City. Kansas City is a municipal auditorium. <laughs> <laughs> the Super Slam in the Kansas City. Kansas, you know what I'm saying? Kansas City's awesome, and you love it because when you go play the Midland, it Kansas is, City comes okay. out for I you. I love Kansas City, yes. but I don't like salivate over it like you do. <laughs> 
but that's because I wasn't born there. But yeah. it's I, you know I love Kansas City. I really do. It's a great. It's a great town. It's a great, great. And place. they love you there. They love you, you Johnny. Who, Johnny Dare Johnny loves Dare, you. You know, shout out to Johnny Dare. Shout out to Johnny Dare. Because he loves you. You're the, super duper dope. And the fans love you. I mean, Kansas you know, City comes out to they, see you, man. We sell out the Midland in an hour. Yeah. That's a lot of tickets. It's no joke, man. They dig you the most. Yeah, and we'll be back. We'll be back this year. Good. I love to hear that. Oh. All right. Well, thanks, Sticks. And uh, we will uh, talk to you later. For uh, uh, This is Riggle's pick for Chandler. Uh, this is Riggle. Uh, you should get a sound effect. Machine. Nope. It's better this way. Deaths in Afghanistan. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. U.S. forces say three American service members and a U.S. contractor were killed in a roadside bombing near Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan. Court documents show actress Felicity Huffman has agreed to plead guilty in the college admissions cheating scandal. She's accused of paying $15,000 to have a proctor boost her older daughter's SAT score. More changes at the Department of Homeland Security. A day after Secretary Kirsten Nielsen announced her resignation, the White House says Secret Service Chief Tex Alice will be leaving shortly. Three officials say the departures are unrelated, with Alice's move stemming from a personality conflict within the agency. That's AP Sagar Magani. A bond hearing has been adjourned until next week for a woman from China arrested at President Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club in Florida. A federal prosecutor says she had a device to detect hidden cameras in her hotel room. Room when Secret Service agents searched it. She also had nine USB drives and five cards. I'm Ed Donahue.